Hey there, and welcome to episode number three of Melbourne Northern Suburbs podcast. My name is Adam Roach, and I'm your host. So today I'm joined with Brent Elliott from Stockdale Lego in Epping. So we talk about the different advantages of going to an auction or just going to the market. And Brent also gives some great advice for people wanting to sell their house and also the best way to prepare for it. So before we go to the interview with Brent, I have a few community notices to read out. So the first one is on Saturday the 20th October at 10am, there is the Northern Suburbs Community Market, which is held at 66 to 72 Mercedes Drive, Thomastown. So it's from 10am to 2pm. So get down there and yeah, check it out. So the other one coming up is on Sunday 28th of October. It's called the Whittlesea Diwali. I hope that's how I pronounce it. And that's going to be at the, the city of Whittlesea in South Morang. So it's going to include fireworks, uh, Bollywood, food, dancing, fun, carnival, Diwali and surprises. So you can check these out on the, the Miranda Residence Notice Board on Facebook. We've got more information uh, in, on there. Now don't forget, if you would like to become a sponsor of this podcast, you can do so just by sending me an email, which is in the links below. Or if you'd like to be on the podcast to promote your business, also send me an email and I'll get straight back to you. So let's go over to the interview now with Brent Elliott. Okay, so here I am with uh, Brent Elliott from Stockdale Lego. Thanks for having me. No worries, thanks for coming down. Um, So actually, we'll just start off with um, what exactly you do at Stockdale Lego. So I'm a sales consultant for real estate. I also carry out the auctions through our office um, and also do an auctions for a couple of the other offices around, whether their auctioneers are on holidays or they don't have one. It's part of the job that I'm pretty passionate about. And what made you get into the real estate business? What made me get into it? Uh, look, I started, so I worked only two full-time jobs since I left high school. Yep. Uh, so I worked for Mercedes-Benz trucks for 19 years, and I just wanted to do something different. And my next-door neighbor had bugged me for about two years. If you could come and work for me, you could come and work for me. And I wasn't really into houses. It wasn't something that I had a passion for. But I gave it the opportunity because I thought, you just never know what you might like. And um, two years in, I was the first salesman for Stockdale Lego to ever win a gold sales award after oh, two years. <laughs> um, and I've won three since. Yeah. And it's it's just one of those things that if you put the effort in, you get the result out and you enjoy it. It's Ooh. a fun job. It yeah. can be as flexible as you want. You, you, you've got a bit of flexibility in it. So I enjoy that. Yeah. So did you have to go to a course to study on that? Or? It's a bit or? embarrassing, actually. The course <laughs> to become a real estate agent is five days. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So... You could literally go and do a five-day course and become a real estate agent. Yeah. In our office, that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so I had to do six months of training before I was allowed to sell a house. Oh, wow. So that six months was I had to fly to Sydney uh, for courses. Mm. Um, I've done a lot of training through Melbourne. There's a 300-page booklet that we've got to do exams on. Yeah. But it's not the same in all real estate. You'll, you'll find plenty of people that have just done the five-day course and yeah. they're off calling themselves a real estate agent. Yeah. Um, there is a bit more to it. So do it properly. Yeah, yeah. So obviously it, marketing is a massive thing yeah. that we have to do a lot of yeah. background into now. Um, sure. So yeah. Well, I think it definitely shows how you said like you one or three years of the... The gold, gold sales. Gold sales, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was pretty proud of the first one. I, uh, I didn't expect it because yeah. um, it is. It's sort of, you know, the whole of Stockdale and Lego, uh, Australia... 70 something offices and there was only 12 people yeah. uh, that got a sale, gold sales award that year Jeez. so yeah I, I um, was quite pleased yeah. so you're doing something right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> now 
what do you think that comes down to? Just more people person? And Yeah, well, that's funny. That's actually why my boss hired yeah. me and wanted me to do it because I'm not typical real estate, the sales person, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's about building relationships. Mm. And I think probably I'm a pretty straightforward guy. If it's black, it's black. If it's white, it's white. Yeah. If it's broken, it's broken. It needs to be fixed. Um, yeah. But if you follow a process, which was probably my Mercedes-Benz background, they're a very process-driven company. And if you follow real estate like that, there's a process to a sale. If you follow that process, you're going to get a great result at the end of it. Once one person hears you get a great result, other people want that same great result. It just becomes a flow-on type of business. 85% of my business now is people coming back to me. Okay. Yeah. Or family or friends, or you sold my neighbor's house or that sort of thing, which makes your job a lot easier. Yeah. And you've always been at Epping? I've only ever worked in one office. Oh, really? For real estate, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I started there as the, well, the junior. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. I only ever worked in one office. Yeah. And that's a massive advantage as well. You'll, you'll see plenty of people that keep swapping yeah, yeah. from place to place. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you stay in the one area. And also, I live in the area too. So I'm yeah. here in South Morang. Okay. Yeah. Kids go to school locally. The wife works locally. Yeah. I enjoy going down to the plaza and walking around and people go, oh, Brent, thanks for selling us that. And you've got that positive, whereas there's plenty of them that walk around and heads down and don't yeah. want to be seen. And yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So you really know the area then. I do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky. I, I I look at other areas, but I don't take a lot of interest in them. Yeah. So basically, if it's north of uh, Mill Park, Laylaw, yeah. I'm interested in it. If it's the other side of the Hume Highway over in Craigieburn and that, I don't get too involved. Yeah, so you mainly just do around here then? Yeah, so my my core areas are, well, the office is based in Epping. Yeah. So Laylaw, Thomastown, Epping, Woolert. I've had a really good run through Mernda probably in the last 12 months. We do quite a bit through Moonder and obviously South Moran, because that's where I live. That's home. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, like, through all your sales, what would be the main one? Is it Moonder? Or... It's probably Epping. Oh, really? Um, just because that's where the office is. Yep. Um, although in the last six months, it would be Moonder. Mm. I reckon I've, I've gone really well in Moonder in the last <laughs> six months. Do a little bit through Thomastown and Layla, a lot of those older homes yeah. that have been there for 40 plus years and yeah. probably going to get pulled down at some stage <laughs> for development. Yeah, no, I've been yeah. lucky. I've had a couple of really good builders. Uh, that have helped me out at the start and, and mm. give me a few to sell. And from that, you sort of get that okay. flow-on effect. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really good. And you mentioned before you're actually at auction as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty funny. I, I'm not naturally a public speaker. It wasn't yeah. something that I'd ever done prior. <laughs> but yeah, I, I look forward to a Saturday when I've got an auction on. I, I to go out the front and carry yeah. on. Uh, my boss actually just won Auctioneer of the Year oh, for Stockton Lego last year. And I'm claiming half of that. Because <laughs> so, I did more auctions than he did for the year, oh, pretty really? much. Um, so yeah, we yeah. we do enjoy a good auction, but not every property is the right property to auction as well. Yeah, which is a bit of a myth through our area. Everybody thinks auction, auction, auction. Yeah. Um, you know, Epping, only twenty three percent of homes actually sell at auction. Seventy seven percent of private sales, like there. So when you go into a house, do you know like roughly what's going to work for that house? Yeah, you do. So yeah. in our area. Auctions are the easy way to sell real estate. They're not always the best. Yeah. Auctions can be tough for the vendor, but they can be really, really tough for the person buying the house. First homeowners mm. can't buy at auction. Yeah. The bank just won't let them mm. unless they've got like a you know, massive deposit. Yeah. So you've cut all those first home buyers out of the market. They're the people that are more than likely wanting to buy a yeah. home in this area. Older people, last thing they need is a guy six foot five standing there yelling at them <laughs> at an auction. Yeah. They don't really like that. Whereas development properties, so we sell one on Cooper Street, probably my favourite auction just before Easter. It just kept going and going. It didn't matter that the day was pouring rain and there was floods. 
it just made no difference. People came out because they wanted to buy that home. Yeah. But all developers, investors, they're happy to go to an auction mm. and not be intimidated by that. Plenty of people are intimidated by it. So that's why you have the low clearance rate of auctions through yeah. our area. So do you find you get a lot of those like investors like at the same uh, auctions or even yeah. for selling? It? Yeah, you get to know them after a while. You <laughs> even know how they bid, which is fun. <laughs> really? Yeah, because you get to call and go, come Jeff, you're not going to just go for five. Go for 10. Yeah. <laughs> and they do. Yeah. So yeah, oh, I think those guys that do it a little bit more often, probably more the developer type people, yeah. they get to know you a little bit as well. Yeah. And that builds confidence with both parties. Yeah. So yeah. And do you find, especially with the auctions, yeah, like those guys... They might hang out to the end. Yeah, there's a lot of craft <laughs> yeah. in auction. Um, yeah. and, and one of the things is you, sometimes you're better off putting a property on the market just that little bit early because it encourages them to come forward and they're going to miss out. Whereas sometimes I actually deliberately, so I did one down in, in Thomastown recently, I deliberately passed the property in okay. and sold it for $15,000 above mm. the vendor's reserve price five minutes later. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it's not always easy to do because you yeah. think, Jesus, I've got a sale. It's just going to be done and dusted if I just say sold. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you'll deliberately not put it on the market, even though mm. you're at a price that the owners would accept because you know that buyer will pay more if you go one-on-one negotiation rather than the rest of the crowd hoping to push that buyer up. It's um, yeah, the old song, you've got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not always easy, but it's fun when it works out. Yeah. So, yeah. No, now, have you done any auctions where it's like Harley wants to turn up? And- I've got one, <laughs> and I'll, I'll never forget it. Um, it was actually a guy who I used to work with, and he insisted I auction his property because five of his friends said you had to auction it. Mm. Five of his friends had sold no houses in the last two years. I'd sold about 42. <laughs> so it, sort of the numbers were on my side, but he wanted to go to auction. I walked out the front. There was one person oh, no, to no. call the auction in front of, and... Uh, I said, mate, can't call an auction with one person. You've got to have multiple bidders. (laughs) So I walked up to him and I said, mate, what do you want to do? He goes, I want to buy it, Brent. It's it's a perfect house. I've been here three times. I "I know. (laughs) What do you want to pay? He goes, look, I'm not paying a cent over 400, which was pretty good because the reserve was 390. So I walked back inside and I said to the, the owner, I said, Robert, I've got 400. What do you want to do? He goes, when do you get to do the auction? I've gone, Robert, there's no one here. He goes... I only want 390. If they'll pay 400, sell it. Mm-hmm. So I walked back out the front and I said, mate, we're so close here, you won't believe it. And the buyer goes, well, what do they want? I said, mate, at 405, it's done. Mm-hmm. And he goes, but I can't. Mum and dad go, I'll pay the extra five grand, just get it done. Mm-hmm. So I've gone back into the owner and I've said, mate, I've got 405. He goes, I thought you sold it at 400. <laughs> so it's not sold till we've done paperwork, Robert. Yeah. So we went back in. Sold it at four hundred five, which was fifteen thousand above reserve, yeah. and there was no one there to be to bid. So, <laughs> it turned out all right. Then. Yeah, it did turn out all right. Yeah. It was. It wasn't. A, it was a nervous moment for quite a while. I yeah. can tell you, when you walk out, there's no one there. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. Now I noticed on your. I went to the Stockdown Lego uh, website. Yep. Had all the profiles on you guys, and it said, "I'm not sure if this was one year, but it said that you you sold excess of twenty point five million dollars of real estate." Yeah, in a 12-month period. Oh, 12, 12, yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, it, it was. It, 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 gets, it gets pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, we've had some really good results through there. So. Now, so do you have any advice to people like selling houses uh, as far as preparation, the right moves? Yes. Yeah, yeah, well, as I mentioned before, preparation um, yeah. and process is the key. People want to go and repaint walls and re-carpet. Sometimes that's not always your best bet. Sometimes you've got to talk to the right people and an agent's normally the best place to start yep. 
and just work out what's going to be the best to achieve you the best dollar in the current market. Mm-hmm. So lots of people will see small things and go, oh, that's going to cost me thousands of dollars and they'll take that off the price. Whereas people look at carpet and go, oh, I was going to put floorboards down anyway. Mm-hmm. So you've gone and spent three grand, four grand on putting new carpet through the think, house yeah. and they're going to pull it out and put floorboards in. <laughs> just depends on the property and how it presents and what the public's perception of that's going to be. So, yeah, it's, it's not always... You don't always need to spend money to make money. Sometimes you're better off just going, well, I know the carpets are stuffed. Yeah. Rather than spending all the money getting new carpets, just leave them. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, yeah. it just depends on the type of property yeah. and who that property is going to appeal to. So you do, do um, businesses as well, like factories? Yeah, because I've come from a commercial background. I've sold a few factories. They're not always as easy to sell. Mm-hmm. But because I've got a good understanding of them, we still move a few. Yep. So, yeah. I've even done a couple of shops recently. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've got a couple of shops in Laylor on Kingsway Drive, two of them side by side. Well, so we, one bloke bought both of them. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah, you were saying before about the investors. You get a lot of people investing through, I mean, not just the auctions as well, but just buying houses. Yeah, look, we're, um, we're in a pretty lucky spot. Our office, for a single office, probably has one of the highest number of rental properties that we manage. Yeah. Um, so as a byproduct of that, you mm. do end up with a lot of investors because they're on your database, they yeah. get all your emails and they'll go, hey Brent, that one in Young Street, that's pretty popular, isn't it? I'm going, yeah, it is. Okay, what's it going to take for us to come and buy it? Need to come and put in an offer. <laughs> yeah. And because they've got that confidence because they've already dealt with you, the process just becomes easier for them, but it's also easier for the person selling as well. But the investors with the current market, we hear all the doom and gloom, the investors have pulled back just a little bit at the moment because the home loan rates, the home loans are getting harder to get for investors. So yeah, I was going to ask you about that, like the current market at the moment. Yeah, uh, look. How do you feel it's going? Um, in my area, because that's probably what I care about, yep. prices haven't gone backwards. Murder still went up 8.8% so far this year. Like Everyone's talking about all these negatives. I know Preston went backwards 12% so far this year. I do. Doesn't yeah. affect me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the properties that are in excess of a million are going to be harder to move because the banks just aren't wanting to give out those big loans that three years ago they thought were fun. It doesn't really affect our area that much. Every property in my area has still had growth so far this year. Whereas the inner city doom and gloom that we all hear about, it doesn't affect us. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really good. Yeah, that's good to know. So marketing something that is really important with your home and it's about creating competition. Whether it's an auction or a private sale, you still create competition. So... If you get the right marketing in place for the right property, because different properties require different marketing. So the marketing around your private sale will be very different to your auction. And the people you're trying to attract is to to how you market. We're now marketing more on Facebook. And as much as it sounds silly, you're getting inquiries off Facebook. Mm. Unfortunately, realestate.com is still the big player in it all. And that's the most expensive marketing tool that we have. Um, our realestate.com bill is higher than our rent on High Street. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous numbers of realestate.com. Jeez. But if you want to be seen and you want to sell your house for top dollar, there's some places you just can't take shortcuts. Um, I'm not interested in these photos on your phone. People trying to, you know, yeah. <laughs> do it on the cheap. At the end of the day, you're only cheating yourself. And I'm cheating myself as an agent. Because mm. if I sell your house for a poor dollar, the person down the street's not going to go, geez, I want Brent to sell my house for poor money I, I want the best result yeah. they want the best result I've seen some people where they go in the higher yes staging furniture yeah yeah. we've started using it in some properties yep. it's funny Mary in my office loves it thinks it's the best thing yeah. I've used it in a couple of properties but it's going to depend on the type of property 
Um, so if it's your basic four-bedroom home that's nothing over the top or flash, I'm not going to use it. Mm. But if it's a really nice home that's had a fair bit of money spent on it, it's actually in the owner's best interest to stage it nicely and, and make it presentable as possible. Yeah. So it just depends on the dollar value of the home, mm. I feel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Presentation's massive. Um, and I'm a massive fan of, we'll pay the gardener to do the front of the house because it's the first thing people see. So before people come to the open, they'll actually drive by the house. Yeah, yeah. And I, the perfect example was, I sold one in Wallen recently and a mate I went to school with lived across the road. Yeah. Saw the board go up and he's a homebody and he sat out the front and he goes, Brent, you wouldn't believe how many cars all of a sudden are just driving past slowly, doing a U-turn and then going back. Yeah. And then come Saturday, do an open for inspection and there's cars parked all over the street. You can't get near it. And an awesome result. But it goes back to getting the right photos and the right marketing. Yeah. And you get all that inspection before people even see the property. Mm. So none of these people had seen inside, but they were all driving past and I was getting a phone call. It's a good result. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose you get a lot of people checking out different times of the day where the yeah, house is too. Yeah, like, you know, people are concerned about traffic. It's, yeah. it's something people bring up in our area. Um, obviously, the train station going through to Moonda has made a massive difference to Moonda. Yeah. Even though people have known the train's coming for probably the last 12 months, Plenty Road duplication, that's going to make a difference when it, when it eventually gets through, yeah. um, which is well on the way now. And same as High Street, having the High Street duplicated, uh, they're talking about all the way through to Craigieburn Road at this stage. Okay. That'll eventually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll make a big difference because High Street and Plenty Road, people are concerned about it for traffic, but yeah. if you look long term, it's not going to be that bad. No, <laughs> so, well, yeah. I guess that's probably the main complaint really here. Yeah, it's plenty of road yeah. traffic, but yeah, like I said, with the train. My and kids the... go down every day to school. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, now, just as far as what you guys offer at Stockdown Lego. Yeah. So if people want to come in, you know, sell a house, so what's the best way to go about it? Just Pick up the phone, give us a ring, uh, yep. give the office a ring. We do residential, commercial sales and leasing. You're actually amazed the database that we have um, because we've been in my office. Sat, my boss has sat in the one chair for 16 years. Yeah. Um, so the database we've built up through the network of this area is huge. So we actually, with releasing a property to the market, we actually release it to our database mm. before we release it to realestate.com. Because okay. all those people that we deal with all the time, we want them to have first knowledge yeah. of it. Yeah. But we'll always put it on realestate.com as well before the first open. So that hopefully come first open day, you get as many people there as possible. They see competition. Competition creates price. Mm, yeah. Mm. And you do the photos as well and everything. Oh, we've got a professional photographer yep. that comes through. And the silly thing is people try and cut corners on photography. Yep. Professional <laughs> photographer is only $125. Okay. And it, the yeah. difference between a professional oh, yeah. photographer and the people who take it on their iPhones, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you see it on realestate.com all the time. And it, it's, yeah. it's a bit embarrassing as an agent when you... It's good for me, yeah. but it, it doesn't look really good as us as a as a an agent. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I've also heard there's some uh, new laws coming in as well. So can you tell us about that? Well, there's just been new laws come through for sales where we have to have this statement of information, um, yeah. which is a really good thing. Um, hasn't affected us as an office too much because we did our own version of it prior to the rules coming in. But it means that you should be quoting to the public a a price that the vendor would expect to take but also a price that you feel is fair and justified in the market. And you have to justify that by three recent sales. Mm. I think it's a good thing. Yep. Um, stop some of the agencies giving you this, oh, this house will sell for 300 and you come auction day and it magically sells for 500. Yeah. It was always worth 500. <laughs> it's not magically sold for more just because yep. people wanted it too much. Yeah. That's what it's worth. Um, but there's also new laws that have just gone through Vic Parliament um, with regards to rental tenancies. 
okay. and there's no 120 day notice to vacate. You can just have a pet at any time. It's going through, but I believe it's not going to take effect till 2020. So uh-huh. it's the REIV are currently arguing some of the points. Some of the points are actually good, and it makes sense. You know, family violence, things like that, that you're allowed to get out of leases. And I yeah. understand that. I think that's a really good thing that we've got that flexibility now. Yeah. Being able to repaint walls, and yeah. <laughs> you get concerned that is it up to a tradesman-like standard? If it's all done fair and above board and, and professionally. Well, the owners shouldn't have too much to complain about. And more than likely, the owners will go, I've got no problems with you doing that. But imagine if someone finger paints a wall and then you're left, you know, at the end of the tenancy, just trying to clean it up to put a new tenant in there. Well, it's going to look pretty silly. Yeah, yeah. And also the one around pets. That'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So what's that one with the pets? You're now allowed, as of 2020, you'll be allowed to have a pet in your rental property if you ask the owner. Yeah. But the only way the owner can reject that is to go to VCAT, mm-hmm. you know, civil arbitration. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes. Because oh, I think depending on the type of pet and all that, most of our owners are pretty flexible. Yeah. But you're going to end up with properties that are in a body corporate that you can't have a pet at. Mm. And then they're going to say, well, the owner said I can. But you can't because the body corporate rules are going to override whatever the owner says. Yeah. I can just see it's, it's going to create confusion down the track. <laughs> it sounds like it. So... Yeah. I think the wording needs to be tightened up a little bit on it. But, yeah. you know, they'll get there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's going to make it interesting because a lot of our landlords have hit the panic button. Yeah. Um, and, and also there's changes now to uh, the way your super has to be managed if you've got a superannuation fund with a property, investment property in it. Yeah. Um, and also they're talking about negative gearing changes and things like that. And some of our older landlords they've hit the panic button and they're going to want to sell prior to these laws coming in because they're obviously going to get smashed with tax and and that sort of stuff so it'll be interesting to see where that ends up so 2020 look out yeah (laughs) yeah 2020 will be the determining time frame yeah well it's not too far away no it's not really we're a year and a half away that's right yeah a year and a quarter yeah yeah all right, well, so, yeah, thanks very much again for coming down. And thanks for having me, Adam. I've really enjoyed this. No, no problem. And yeah, like I said, anyone listening, yeah, just look you up on all the social medias, I guess. Yeah, Facebook and Google, we're all over it. Yeah, so, yeah. and get down there and um, see Brent or the team. Yeah. They'll help you out. Awesome, that'd be great. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having us. See you later. So I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Brent and learned a bit about the the markets and also how to prepare for selling for a house. Some great advice there. So thank you again, Brent. Now let's have a quick listen to one of my sponsors, Bung Pai Thai Massage in Plenty Road, Bandura. Bung Pai Thai Massage. We offer massages in relaxation, Thai and deep tissue. We open every day from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Come on in and see us at number 11 13 20 Plenty Road, Bandura, or call us on 94668996 to make an appointment. Like us on Facebook or become a member to get discounts. Sawadika. So make sure you join me on Sunday for my interview with Tracy and Lynn from the Whittlesea Agricultural Society where we get to talk about the Willis's show and what you can expect to see at this year's show. So until then, keep smiling. Keep smiling.